We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. All right. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? How's it going on? Good. Doing good. Glad to be back. Yes. Yeah. Good. All right. How are you? So yeah. So I'm. Hey, look, man. I'm just excited that uh, huh? so far the technology is holding up. I'm always about the technology, man. So <laughs> we're gonna be doing <laughs> our second episode, just a super live stream hangout. And luckily, we've had uh, some wonderful folks join us. We've got Ben from Cadaver Club. We've got the horror miser, Monty G. we got Corey, King Need Gore himself. And we've got Eric. What's going on? And, of course, Coriander and myself. Yes. Yes. So, can't forget that. Can't forget that. But we're always here. Come on. We're always here. So, it kind of makes sense, you know. But anyways, um, so yeah, so tonight we're just going to be just doing a little talking. Uh, our main theme that we're going to kind of talk a little bit about is animal horror, animal-themed horror, which that should be kind of interesting. I know a couple of you guys got some some things you were thinking about to talk about, so that'll be fun to hear your takes on it. Plus, as usual, I've got a little bit of a, I guess you could call it like a little bit of a discussion game or whatever that I have not told the guys about. And even Coriander doesn't really know too much about it, but it should be fun. And uh, we'll have Ben showing some uh, nice, cool little collectibles. So that should be fun, too. So cool. anyways, so for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. What time it time it is. Let's get down to brass tacks. Come on, show your stuff. get down to brass tacks so guys um when i said we were going to get back together i said well let's figure out what we're going to do for main theme we talked about animal 
horror, animal themed horror. So I know Eric, you had you were one of the first people that had an answer right off the bat, you and Monty, but I'll start with you, Eric. What was a movie that came to mind when you think about animal themed horror? Well, I was going to pick Monty's choice, but he beat me to it. So <laughs> we'll keep that a secret till he reveals it. Um, but the reason why I picked what I picked was because li- I literally watched it probably like two or three days before you gave me the theme is uh, I picked right, Orca, right, right. the killer whale. <laughs> yes. And yes. the reason why I picked Orca for, um, is a, uh, everyone, a lot of people say it's basically just Jaws with the, a killer whale. The reason why I right, picked right, Orca right. is I like it because it's not just a another killer fish movie, but it's also a, a revenge movie through the eyes of the Orca, which you, you, I don't, this was like only the second time I'd seen it. All right. And I had totally right. forgotten about the whole revenge plot. I guess if you want to call it a plot, yeah. like the, from the first yeah. time I saw it, and I'm like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is actually as dumb as it sounds. It's pulled off it's so creatively. Actually, pretty good. <laughs> with what, at, with, with you know, from the the orca witnessing the death of its mate and and not developed uh, child, and then you get the close-ups of the eyes of the orca just staring down the the captain, and then it's it's just step by step, it's blowing up refineries and you know sinking ships and crushing um. Uh, the guy who the the Native American from Poltergeist Two under a landslide, and it's yeah, just yes. so much fun. I think from beginning to end, like he bites off poor Bo Derek's leg. I mean, my God, yep. what doesn't this this damn orca do? You know what I mean? And that's why I love it. <laughs> I just had so Not much enough. fun with it. Not enough. I mean, he's yeah. seeing his family getting slaughtered. His mm-hmm. partner orcas. They like once they find a partner, they're like. They're set, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, uh, I'm so glad you picked this movie because it is such Mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's like when when, when Eric picked that one, I said, you know, that's interesting because as we all know, whales don't eat people. (laughs) 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 Orca whales actually prey on great whites. That they are the only, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. predator of a great white is an orca whale. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. said to myself, when I, when I went to go see this one, I says, wow, another another Jaws ripoff movie. But it, it was a decent movie. And I, I, and he, you do feel sorry really for his is. mate and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and for his uh, unborn child. And you feel sorry for the mm-hmm. well. And it, it's, a, it's a decent revenge movie. And I thought the acting was pretty good. And uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it, it's not Jaws. Well, that's no. nothing's no. Jaws. But then again, what is? <laughs> it isn't. Then, oh, but this one, on its own, okay. like you said, Eric, it's completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah, and, oh, I agree. I love this movie. So yeah, and then there, there's there's I mean again we're taking the move the movie at face value, but there's something like mm-hmm. that scene where uh, I can't think of the actor's name, but we'll just call him like the captain, the main guy. After the orca's mm-hmm. mate has died, it just and then the the baby is born too early. It just he just takes a hose yeah. and just washes it off to sea like it's nothing, and yeah. it's just mm-hmm. it's one of those scenes. Where it's like wow. Okay, pretty well. This is where we're gonna go, and then you close up on the orca's eye, like you're like, okay, fucker, we're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get yours, and that's it's what I on. love about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, right. Richard, yeah. Richard Harris. He's the he was the captain. Yes. Okay. Yes, Richard Harris. You're right. Real quick there, in the chat too. You you guys are gonna love this, man. 
Uh, Patrick's in the chat. He says, <laughs> animal horror and no room for the only guy with a real cheetah. <laughs> What's oh, no. going on, Patrick? <laughs> hey, Patrick. What's going on, Pat? Oh, yeah, oh wait, we, we still good. love the cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple feature. He says, Eric already being called out for being a science den- denier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you guys are too crazy, man. Too funny, too funny. There is another sea creature based um, revenge story, though. <laughs> you What's know, that? Jaws 4, The Revenge. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Talk about creative, oh, no. man. How many sharks do you know that were like a lion? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, that was bad, man. Just to let everybody know, sharks have no vocal cords, so they can't roar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They have a strong sense of vengeance, though, so that's true. Yeah, man. You know, when I saw that movie, I remember seeing that movie as a kid. And even as a kid, I was thinking, wow, this has really gone off the rails. It really has. It was, it was really bad. Man, I fucking loved that movie. I saw it like 10 times in the theater when it came out. It was so stupid, and I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I, I just love you how saw you it said. 10 times? Yeah, I, I love how you said you love that movie. You saw it 10 times, and then you say it was so stupid. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Stupid movies are the best, man. Well, mm-hmm. stupid movie. I love it. Yeah. There's, there's always a stupid movie that you really love. As a matter of fact, so that'd be yours, Ben. How about how about for us, you guys? Do you guys have a stupid movie that you just love, or a movie that you know most people are like, "How the hell could you like that movie?" Too many. Man. Well, you know, funny. I got plenty. Right? <laughs> I got plenty. Yeah. The, the 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 one movie that uh, a lot of people love that there, it's actually two. I have two. One one is called The Void. Uh, a lot of people yes. love the movie, and I, I just did not get it. Great practical effects. Love the practical effects, but the whole movie make no sense to me. And the mm-hmm. the other one is better watch out. That's that um uh other Christmas movie that came out at the same time <laughs> mm-hmm. with the babysitter. And I, I just the, the that kid is so damn annoying. <laughs> if he couldn't get his way, he'd kill you. And I, and I feel sorry because he he even had his best friend try to set up the the uh the babysitter that he had a crush on. He mm-hmm. winds up killing right. him because the kid because he <laughs> wouldn't do what he said and he winds up killing him. It's just a baby. I mean, I've seen some annoying characters, but he was the most annoying character I've seen since the guy in the gallows. I'm with you on that unpopular opinion. I didn't love that movie. Everyone else seems to absolutely love it, and I'm not a big fan. I only loved it because, like, the kid, like, he thought he was so smart. Like, he really thought that he was going to get away with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Plan, towards the end, his plans yeah. to fall apart. And I was like, "That's what your little ass gets." <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the whole problem with it. Uh, spoiler, uh, kind of. <laughs> he doesn't. He he actually gets away with it. I mean, he doesn't. There is no sort of just desserts for him, which is, I think, the problem because he was such an unlikable dude for me. Right, right. <laughs> Son of a gun. What about you, Corey? You got to pick one. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you a like bad movie? movies. It's a stupid yeah. movie or a bad movie. Oh, uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. I mean, Steed of Chucky is pretty stupid, and so is Cold of Chucky. Uh, see, I had fun with Cold of Chucky. I, I, I had a lot of fun with Cold Chucky. Uh, Seed of Chucky is like 
way more stupid than Cult of Chucky, I think, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, I don't know, bring it yes. in. I thought it was pretty funny. I, th- I like that movie enough. Like, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to be a stupid yeah. movie that I hate or like a stupid movie I like? Cause I think that you like, right? Stu- a stu- yeah. Yeah. Movie that you like. I like it. I like Seed of Chucky. Yeah, I, I do like Seed of Chucky. Okay, I think it's um. All right. Yeah, I think they 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 blended up the the comedy pretty well. They like went balls deep in the comedy instead of just like trying to walk that thin line, which is actually really hard to do between horror and comedy. And mm-hmm. you know, right. you had some pretty good kills and. Uh, I don't know. I like anything set in Hollywood and that's like kind of, you know, not taking itself too seriously. And see, Chucky did that. Yeah. Even yeah, just, when, when John terrible. Waters gets it is amazing. Yes, it is. Who is the director? Was yeah. it Ronnie? You or I don't think it was Ronnie. Who? No, the director was a uh, Mancini. Don Mancini directed yeah, it. Don Mancini. Yeah. He's the yes. One. Yeah, he's yeah. Ronnie directed right. Bride. Yeah, right. That's right. Because right. I kept I kept remembering how he was talking about his experience on on the Chucky movie, how he transferred that to his experience with uh, Freddy versus Jason. And it was like, no, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good at all. Anyways, um, I got to admit, a stupid movie or a movie that most people don't like that I actually don't <laughs> mind. And I, I'll just put it out there. It's actually Exorcist 2. Oh! <laughs> oh. No. Well, Monty's leaving. Monty's like, screw this! Yeah. He throws his headset down, he turns off the computer, he's done. He might actually do that if uh, Knight goes, well, I like it better than the original. They do some things right in that movie. <laughs> it, is, it is not even in the same universe, but for some reason, when I, when I saw it as a kid, Kind of like what Ben was saying. When I saw it as a kid, I saw it on, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, HBO, whatever. And, and I was interested to see it. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I watched it and I was like, well, geez, that wasn't that good. But it played, <laughs> you know how they used to, back in the day, a movie would yep. play several times a week. And it would always be at a time when I was able to be like chilling out in the basement without my brother bothering me or whatever. And I, I watched it a few times and it, it didn't bother me. It was more, it was a, it was a stupid movie. That I did not. That just off. sounds so depressing. You know, you're 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 down in the basement. Your brother's finally not bothering you, and you're you you, you have Exorcist <laughs> two to keep you company. Was it the locust or James Earl Jones? You know, spitting that gigantic you know red balloon out of his mouth or whatever uh, it was. Yeah, no, that was messed up. That was messed up. Yeah, I, I don't I, know, man. All I could say was I was you know I was a kid. What can I say? That's true. You you, you, you know, who are we to I, judge? When I saw The Exorcist 2, and I, I guess I was kind of looking forward to it, and then when I saw it, I'm like, what the blankety blank 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 was this? <laughs> he was making that face the entire time in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's why I always say Exorcist 3 is the true sequel to The Exorcist. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. It's, there's no yeah. doubt about that. I agree mm-hmm. with you. All right. Okay. All right. So let's move <laughs> that reaction, Monty. That was good. I'm gonna have to play that. I'm gonna have to play that in a greatest hits like that. Reaction. Yeah. So good. All right. So well, how about we'll go to you, Monty, so you could you could kind of get the taste of that movie out of your mouth. So what what animal themed horror movie did you want to throw out at us? 
uh, is uh, obviously it's no one really talks about uh, man's best friend. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one. Of, it's a very decent horror movie, and uh, we I, we talked about this before, Eric. Um, yep. Where you have this genetically bred dog, and he can do both uh, anything. The only problem is he's psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and very rarely do you see Ali Sheedy in a, a horror movie such as this. And uh, it's a decent right? movie. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, it's a decent movie. I, I like how they used uh, um, it was a real dog. I like how they actually used the dog. It was mostly like animatronics, but at times you can mm-hmm. think, you actually think it's a real dog too. You know, I like mm-hmm. I like yeah. how Max how how unhinged Max becomes throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire movie, and it's and they don't hold back on the gore either. And I and of course, you know, Lance Hergerson, he does a great job in this. Yeah, Lance movie. is always good. He's always good too. Yeah, so, is. yeah. He so really more is. people. If I mean, if you haven't watched Man's Best Friend, go ahead and enjoy. It's a decent movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyone and anyone well, in the chat who's like it. never heard of it, if you've seen Friday, you know that's the movie Johnny Witherspoon's watching in in his bedroom when Craig walks in with the mailman yes. getting chased and he's cheering on the dog, biting the mailman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. Good call, Eric. Wow, that was a deep cut. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Uh, Slasher Fred said uh, there was a TV horror movie called Strays that involved killer cats. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. was actually nice. Yeah, that was it, a decent it, one. I like that one. You yeah, saw it, that? I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That that's I forgot how the cats. It's something to do with cats, and all of a sudden they just turn and they start attacking people. But uh, it was pretty good. It's a ridiculous concept. Wow, it's, mm-hmm. it, it is. The name is even worse. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Jeez. Uh, Jason's in the chat. He's saying, this is one awesome stream. Beautiful people here. What's going on, Jason? How you doing? How you doing, man? All right. So, uh, <laughs> Coriander, did you... <laughs> so funny. Okay. What about you? What What were some of the ones that you wanted to throw out there? I know you had one in particular. Yeah, so the movie I have is uh, the Day of the... Well, Day of the Animals. Ah, has good one. Christopher George... And his wife, Linda Day George. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Mm-mm. it's a real, they use real animals in this. And, you know, it has to deal with like the ozone layer and how it's like depleting. And <clears throat> these animals, you have to be at like a certain elevation up there, up in the mountains, you know, these hikers and mm-hmm. these animals have to be, mm-hmm. like I said, at a certain elevation. And yeah, they yes. like go crazy and they start going after these hikers. And the hikers, I mean, nice. they even start turning on each other and they split up into two different groups. And yeah, it's just, it's it's a really good movie. And I love, you know, um, Christopher George. I've always enjoyed his movies. And yeah, his mm. wife was in it with him. And yeah, it's really yeah, that, good. That's nice. kind of like some of the movies that came out. You know, I'm a 70s kid, so I saw basically saw all those yeah. movies in the 70s. It kind of reminds me of Food of, Food of the Gods. Yes. Uh, Yep. In that particular oh. movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of movies back in my day. So, <laughs> so you must have nice. seen Kingdom of the Spiders, right? Yeah, I've seen that one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like another one of my favorites. Man. Isn't that yeah. the Shatner movie? Nice. Yeah, it's William yeah, Shatner. It is. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, Captain Spock. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Kirk fighting spiders. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, he plays yeah. a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's interesting. It's interesting twist on that one. The way it works is that uh, mankind has destroyed all the spiders' food sources, so they start attacking people. <laughs> in the end, man, totally yeah, in the spiders end, are in the like, end, 
and the, at the end, the spiders take over. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm loving this the more you discuss, uh, 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 describe it. Yeah, I mean, the town is like covered in a web. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Nice. It was great. Yeah. And we got Nick, Nick's in the chat saying uh, the only positive I can think of for The Exorcist 2 is the score. <laughs> well, what do you have to say about that, Monty? About the score? <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've only seen The Exorcist 2 one time, so I don't uh-huh. remember anything about the score. <laughs> once is enough. <laughs> so, so, Somebody make so him you once. saw it once and you were like, you were like, never again. That, never <laughs> yeah. again. No, 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 no. I can tell you, I've seen it twice. Uh-huh. Just like you, I watched it a second time and it doesn't get any better. In fact, you I, might you be reading it more. <laughs> I would rather watch Repossess before I watch The Exorcist 2 again. Repossess was fun. Repossess was, yeah. yeah, that was a fun one. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Slasher Fred said, one of the classic animal horror movies I've seen is the 1990 film Arachnophobia that involved the killer spiders. Yeah, yeah that was a good that one. Was fun. I remember that mm-hmm. one. You need that to see Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah, if oh, you like that down. one, I'm, I'm watching that yeah. one. Yeah, you gotta watch You've it. Yeah, got to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and Corey, which one did you want to throw out there? Because I know you had you had a couple. You had I had two. I got some of my, but I had two. But I think mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go with this one, and then I'm sure we'll talk more a little bit more about uh, animal horror a little bit later on. But I'm gonna go with <clears throat> 1979's. Or 70, when did it come out? Yeah, 1979. Prophecy? Yeah. Uh, oh, Prophecy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. I got a little picture pulled up. Is that the one? Yeah. Well, you got the. Yeah, and I have the little. That's basically what the mutant yes. hair is going to look like. So it's a yeah. sci fi yeah. horror thing. You got it all set up. That's lit. Um, so, yeah, it's basically <laughs> like. <laughs> it's like an anti pollution movie i think there's like this company dumping all this trash and waste into uh a river or something like that that's like a natural habitat yep. for all these animals mm. and um yeah and some, like native americans yes with the native americans uh in there too which you know it makes it interesting there's like standoffs with people yeah. and with the native americans uh but basically I mean, like animals ooh. go crazy um it's pretty funny, but whenever you have like the mutant bear coming on screen, it's awesome. The the monster looks amazing. There's some pretty funny kills uh, where obviously the bear is attacking people, and I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. You just gotta see it to understand like the brilliance of it. It's it's pretty damn funny. I yeah. I saw that movie when I was a kid. Uh, my neighbor was babysitting me. I was like a little kid, and it scared the fucking shit out of me, man. You're like I was like at home in bed that night, and I was like, "There's, I know there's a goddamn mercury infested mutant bear that's gonna come fucking up." They have that the damn sleeping bag, and like he like smacks the sleeping bag, and it yes, away. Oh my god, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. The sad thing is with these friggin' mills and everything, it's so true because the reservation Mm -hmm. I live on, we have a mill that's upstream, and they would dump and pollute the river and it's been i don't know how many years now that you know the we have people over here that like monitor the water who work you know on the reservation that yeah like had these mills stop polluting the river because we have salmon we have people that would eat fish and you Mm -hmm. got mercury Mm -hmm. you got everything in the water and it's so true that 
what these, you know, mills do. It's sad. <clears throat> and this movie, yeah, mm-hmm. it brings that to, you know, it's it's a real big, you know, that's the whole plot of that movie. So, yeah. yeah. It, it raises it's a awareness. Film. It was good a good point. Yeah, you made a good point. Yeah. 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 yeah when I watched choice, it, man. I mean, that, that was that was the thing that stuck out to me is that it, it actually had like a message to it. But yeah. it wasn't like it fit it fit within the movie it's not like it was beating you upside the head with it like no. it, it fit perfectly in the movie it was balanced and of course you have you know the scary stuff that and i mean it wasn't even if, you know just bed. infecting <laughs> yeah it wasn't just infecting the animals it was infecting the people that were living mm-hmm. on that water right. and eating the fish and yeah yeah so it was in reality we're never going it uh, monsters coming out of the sea and in the forest attacking right. people. We just gonna have people getting sick and animals dying. So mm-hmm. it, it's a mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really special <clears throat> movie. And I was like, let's. I, I got to go with that one. I, ever since I saw I'm that, I'm so glad you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen? Yeah. Speaking of 1979, have you guys seen Long Weekend? Mm-hmm. I, I think, think so. I I might have seen it, or I, I know I heard it, but I know that the title sounds familiar. That's another one where this what couple movie? goes like camping the in the wilderness, and like uh, they're disrespectful to nature, and all of the animals fuck them up. <laughs> it's just like all of nature's <laughs> like, no, dude, not what? Oh, that sounds awesome. Nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine is a long weekend. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna oh, wow. Yeah. When, when did you see that one, Ben? Were you were you a kid when you saw that? No, I saw it a couple years ago, and they did a remake in two thousand and eight, but I haven't seen that one yet. Oh wow, they made a remake! Oh jeez, uh, I never had heard of that one. I might have to check that one out. Wow. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dan and Horror said, uh, "Saw that one, Coriander." The other theme from the seventies, aside from satanic movies, was nature gets revenge. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, it was like quite, was quite a few of them. Yeah, it's it's like the yeah. movie called Frogs. Uh, yeah, and, yes, yes. <laughs> that's so funny. I have that on DVD. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. when I saw when, when my brother and I first saw the trailer, we actually thought it was frogs eating people. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> that's the only reason I bought right? it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's the only reason why I saw it because it's like, oh, we're gonna see a bunch of frogs eating people, and it, it really wasn't that. <laughs> It, but no, it was right. just nature turning against humans. Nice. And we got Angela. Angela's in the chat saying, good evening, everyone. Hoping that I am not coming in at the end again. No, no, you're, at the be- no. you're at the beginning. You got in early. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> so many awesome faces. You're all right. You're all right. Not as awesome as the cool. face Monty made when we mentioned Exorcist 2, though. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Uh, Gorephobe says, what happened to my Linda Day George comment? It was hilarious, man. Oh, I must not have seen it. Some of these aren't coming in. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I missed that Put one. it up again, man. Put it up again. Is that a Gorephobe? <laughs> Linda Day George. Yeah. Oh, because YouTube took it out. But it's it says uh, Linda Day George. Bastards! Bastards! <laughs> <laughs> good one. That is good. Yeah. I think. Oh that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Patrick's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Patrick's talking about Nine Leapers. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just saw that. Killer rabbits. I love that movie. <laughs> Patrick. That movie, cracked, that movie cracked me up. Started. Killer rabbits. 
one I one I grew up with. My mom. It's funny. My mom is. She's got uh, arachnophobia, but you know she loved the movie Arachnophobia as well. But uh, she, I could. I, I remember growing up, she was always watching um, one of those old sci-fi. I think it's probably from the fifties because there's nothing but you know killer bugs and stuff like that. T- anyone see ever see Tarantula? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah I actually, that's a, that's I, a fun one for all those those yeah, sci-fi a, monster movies. Yeah. Or my, giant my, insect uh, movies, I guess you would say. You, yeah, Mark, uh, night. You remember my friend Mark when we did the uh, the uh, what's going? We actually did a podcast about tarantula. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. we did a yeah, podcast. That was a good one. Yeah, I liked it. I haven't seen it in a long time though, but I did like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, Ben, you were saying you did a location visit uh, from the spots uh, from the birds. Yeah, I was up in. Uh... Well, I live in Northern California, but I was up even norther in California, uh, up near Sea Ranch, and I did a few location visits. Uh, I haven't posted videos yet, but I went and ate at the restaurant from the birds. Uh, that was pretty nice. cool. <laughs> then I rode the nice. stretch of, of land on the um, from I Know What You Did Last Summer, that little road where they crash into the mm-hmm. Nice. And I went to the uh, mortuary and the sheriff's station from Dead and Buried. I was mm. up in Mexico. Nice. nice. That is very cool, man. Holy they didn't shit. have the yeah. telephone, yes. uh, the telephone booth uh, still available, right? Where you just go in there and like scream, freak out. <laughs> no, they. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. The, the restaurant that. they redid the sort of little mall area where that restaurant is at. But yeah. when you go inside, uh, there's like a gift shop, and then there's all these like birds <laughs> like all over the place, and they had like this display wow. of the old. Um, the old uh, storefront or restaurant front there, and they had a, like a, the window. In the window, there was a TV screen of the scene from them going into the restaurant playing. It was cool. That's good. Wow, that is cool, man. Very, very I cool. shared some some uh, video on Instagram a while back. Nice. Didn't you do? Didn't you do um, one where it, you went um, where uh, they did Phantasm? Yeah, I went to the mortuary at Phantasm, and I did the lighthouse yeah. of the fog as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the one with Phantasm. I was like, man, that is so cool. That is yeah, so that cool. Was, I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, that is. Mm. One of yeah. my first videos on my channel was a, a, the trip to the lighthouse from the fog. Yeah. Uh, and that is the wow. most beautiful scene, <laughs> I would say. Like, that of all is. the visits I've done, I've, I had been there before. I'd been there before, even before I mm-hmm. saw the movie The Fog. Mm-hmm. Um, just wow. it's a lighthouse here in California, uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's absolutely beautiful, man. Nice, nice. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. Uh, Patrick says the Black Scorpion. <laughs> I haven't seen that. And uh, <clears throat> Slasher Fred says Tarantula had an uncredited appearance by a very young Clint Eastwood. Jeez, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was not. The, yeah, it was in the movie. Yeah, I, I know Clint's in the second Creature from the Black Lagoon. I didn't re- remember he was in uh, Tarantula. Yeah. Tarantula. Yeah, I, I didn't remember that either. Nice. Hey, Phil. Uh, Angela says, Ben does great location visit videos. Yes. Nice. Yes, very much so. And we got Phil. Phil's in the chat. What's going hey. on, Phil? What's hey, Phil. going on? Hey. Yeah. Phil, what's up, man? <laughs> Mr. Dan says, let's not forget Birdemic. Birdemic. Who can forget Birdemic? I've already forgotten. I've yeah. never seen I've it. Never <laughs> seen it. It's let's, a, let's talk about Sharknado while we're at it. Right? It's a masterful movie. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I now I, I heard some... I heard the director of that on a podcast once, and he was so goddamn serious about it, like it was his masterpiece. <laughs> and it's like obviously really? being like <laughs> yeah. the biggest piece of shit ever. And uh, it wow. was pretty. He was like very defensive about that. He was like, "No, this is a well, great film." And I was like, "Okay, more power to you, dude." Well, well, yeah. <laughs> wow. I I'll, I'll say this: he made a movie, and I haven't so. Oh so yeah, I'll give yeah, him good, that. yeah, good for him, Nick, because he got his movie out. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, so. I feel pretty strongly that I might be able to make a better movie than he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't say yeah. I, I wasn't talking about the quality. I'm just saying okay. he made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, Andy, if you ever want to see not how to make a movie, go see Burt Manic. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh man. Uh, Gorefolk says one of the zombie sequels was called Killing Birds, uh, part four, I think. Ooh, wow. Mm. That's true, Corey? It's worth seeing. <laughs> Is it? it it's, Seriously? Yeah. yeah, just watch it. If you see that, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. You might as well. You say it like that. I, I mean, well, I yeah. I don't know if you're really selling me on it. Like, for real. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. Corey, Corey, you're so funny, man. Because, like, you know, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Like, yeah. it's not, if it's free, like, you should watch it. Like, it's probably on Prime Video, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but if you can watch it for free, I'd watch it for free <laughs> one time. Okay. Yeah, you'll get your money's worth. I, I take it, right? You'll get free. Absolutely nothing. You'll probably want a refund afterwards. Though. Is it like blood rage? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's. Not. I was watching this the blood rage stream you guys did, uh, and you guys were hating on it. But Corey knows what's up, man. That's a fun movie, blood rage. Man. Oh, it is. I'm not saying it's not fun. But it, it's, yeah. it's it's cheesy as hell. But it's got yeah, it is. It's not up there with uh, Killing Birds, though, man. I mean, that movie. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> All, right. All right. I'll take a chance on it, maybe watch it and see what happens, you know? It's like, right. all right. <laughs> That's all right. funny. All right. So here's something I'm going to do uh, uh, with you guys. I didn't tell you guys I was going to do this, but just just to ask you guys a couple questions about movies that, that I know that you guys like or are fans of, okay? And Eric, I'll start with you. And this is, you know, you can just take it as it is, give your best thought on it or whatever. So first question is, in Pet Cemetery, who is the villain and why? Ooh. If there is one. Because um, I know you love this movie. An unintentional villain would be Judd Crandall. Because he knows that he shouldn't introduce the creeds to the <clears throat> safe official pet cemetery because of the Micmac mm. burial ground behind it, but he does anyway. Now, granted, if you, you if you want to believe the story that you know the the actual burial ground has it, its powers already in Judd, that's one thing. But I think the unintentional villain of that movie would be Judd. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, Franklin Eric was amazing in that movie. Eric's one of the only people I know that really liked the remake. Mm -hmm. uh, other, other, I, I thought it was fine. I, I thought mm -hmm. the ending was a lot like uh, darker than the original one. And mm -hmm. a lot of people hated it. <clears throat> Got a lot of hate. I yeah. liked, it was also I liked interesting the ending, but I wish they would have went with the original ending that they had filmed. 
because that one was so yeah. much more dark. If you guys have seen that one on on the Blu-ray or whatever, it's also I, on YouTube. I, well, what's what's interesting to me though is that knowing <laughs> knowing how much how much you really love the original, mm-hmm. and then then realizing that you really really like mm-hmm. or, I don't know love the remake. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Usually, you, yeah. you usually don't see that a lot. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised. See, I, I, I was when I first heard it was being remade, I got excited mm-hmm. because you can't improve on some of the effects. Like when when Lewis is fighting Gage, he's fighting a cabbage patch doll. We all know that. Okay, <laughs> but you can improve on that. And I liked mm-hmm. for anyone not watching or anyone who hasn't seen it who's watching this, I like the twist that they did. That mm. was spoiled in the trailer, but I'm like, because I think you can get more out of that. And right. I liked, I mean, you can't, I thought the performances were better. I like this Lewis better than Dale Midkiff, even though I really like Dale Midkiff and everyone keeps complaining, saying he's wooden and then that sucks in it. I thought he was fine. So I do think right, there was right, some right. improvements. And then, like I said, I went opening night, super excited because mm-hmm. again, also John Lithgow, I'm a huge John Lithgow fan. I think he was fine. He made Judd his own because you can't be Fred Gwynn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, right. I wish there was a couple things that they did better, but I left the theater completely happy. And uh, yeah. I've watched it a couple times since buying it on Blu-ray. I just wish they kept a lot of those deleted scenes in the movie. And I think people would enjoy it more yeah. if they did do that. And then again, if they went with that ending that they, they filmed, I think it would have been a another uh, a tougher punch punch to the gut. Now, what was, what was what um, because I'm trying to I've <laughs> only seen it once, but I saw it on 4K when I got it, uh, and I don't remember mm-hmm. if I watched it with the original ending or the, the the deleted ending. What was the deleted one? Okay, well we know the first the, the, the theatrical was you you see the the three family of zombies come back and they they're going to open the door and you just hear like the 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 door lock and then it fades to black. You don't know what happens to gauge. Well, what happens is you find that, um, they have this struggle in the pet cemetery, but Lewis is not killed like he was killed here. So the, the, Hmm. you don't really know what happens in the pet cemetery with all of them. Then you're finally going Mm -hmm. through the, the, through the sidewalk. You see all the blood that we've seen, like how the movie started. And all you do is hear gauge crying and you see, you know, the, the family pictures on the wall of happy times and this and that. And it's just Lewis sitting down holding Gage like he's he's wacko. He's out of his mind. And then you have a nod to the mm. original movie where uh, Rachel's walking in with just one high heel shoe on. And you just hear the noise of the, the stuff. And then she's mm. behind Lewis. Lewis is like sitting Indian style holding Gage and he's crying and crying. Mm. And then Ellie, zombie Ellie is next to him. And then Rachel puts the hand on, on the shoulder and she says, darling, which was the nod to the, the, the original. And how, that's how the book ended. And then it's just a pandas out. So we see the, the, the happy family. You have two zombies. You have Lewis, who's insane, just staring at the camera, holding Gage. And Gage is just crying and crying. And then it just fades out into, like, you go out through, like, the, the window. And then we get credits. Mm. And I get why they nice. would have pulled it because it's too depressing, you know, in today's society type of thing. I think that would have been the perfect ending for me. Because Lewis right. lost his mind, yeah. but his family is back together type of thing. Yeah. Right. I, right. I would have preferred that right. ending. That, mm-hmm. that, that does sound that does sound like the better right. ending. I mean, 
I, I just so wish they had not have spoiled the twist in the trailer because I don't have a problem right. in, when writers decide to do something different as opposed to in the source material or in mm. doing something when they make remake films. That's good. As mm-hmm. long as they pay mm-hmm. some homage to the original, but if you come up with your own thing, that's great. That's the reason why I love uh, Evil Dead so much, mm-hmm. even like it better than the original. <clears throat> no, but the fact yeah. that they had to spoil that twist kind of took almost all the air for me out of the film. I still enjoyed. I mm-hmm. still like the film. Now, see, but, uh, that made me more excited because mm-hmm. I wanted to know what they could what they could do with it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really? even. I don't mm-hmm. even consider that like a like a secret twist or something. That's just right. like. This, that's just the synopsis of the film. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. But yeah. I was more excited. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's see what, what can really happen now because now things can really change, and they did. And yeah, I, no, I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, 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 I thought the girl who played the daughter, I thought she did a very good job. He was not, mm-hmm. She was not the annoying one in the original because the original one, she was annoying. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of whiny. I something very bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a daughter that age. They can be that annoying. Trust me. <laughs> we got Van in the chat saying, "What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on?" Okay. And uh, <laughs> Angela says, "Very much a philosophy question." <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Van says, uh, "Did y'all like the It remake?" It's funny that you asked that because I was actually going to have an It question too. But what did you guys think of the remake? I loved it. Loved I it. loved it yeah. a lot more than the miniseries, which I'm not a big fan of. I know, unpopular opinion. Ooh, I don't see kind of of it. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. The kids were fantastic. You know, if we're, yes. if, we're talk, if we're talking about it, chapter one, it chapter one, I thought was was really good. And those kids, they knocked it out of the park. In, in my opinion, they were mm-hmm. so good. Like I really wanted to follow them. But then again. In the miniseries, I liked those kids too. I think that's the stronger part of the of the story, anyway. Mm-hmm. the kids when you when you get to the point where they're adults, like it's still all right, but it's to me it's not as it doesn't captivate me as much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But casting is um, spot on, yeah. though. Facts. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. The yeah. budget just wasn't big enough back in the day for no. the uh, second part. Like I felt like they maybe couldn't pull off a lot of the scenes that they pulled off in uh, the remake part two, you know, mm-hmm. like just yeah. I'm going to go into detail, but there's a lot of stuff that they could have added to the original miniseries that they probably just didn't have the budget for or, or whatever, whatever that reason. TV yeah. series, you know, I mean, it was on TV yeah, back right. in the... Yeah, it came on, it was, came was on like like the 90s. 90s. Mm-hmm. Lucky to have such a strong yeah, part one. I mean, they were very lucky that they were, everything was able to fall into place for that uh, first miniseries, or else we probably wouldn't be talking about it too much. Yeah, you're right. Part one's pretty scary. Like, TV nowadays, like, the series Hannibal is pretty fucking brutal, man. That was a fabulous show, but like, you know, back back then uh, when the miniseries came out, it was just like, everyone was like a bunch of bitches, so I don't know. That's too funny. You know, I, I appreciate everyone knows how much I love uh, It, the remake It of Chapter 1. I, I think a lot of problems people have with It Chapter 2 is because it's, it's a lot easier to make a horror movie and have children be afraid of it than you can with mm-hmm. adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I still like Chapter uh, 2, though, a lot. Oh, I, I thought oh, yeah, Chapter 2 was great. Yeah, yeah, I thought Chapter 2 yeah, was great. Yeah, I did, too. Awesome. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, oh, no, it was, no, it was I, really, really good. Right. So you were, you, were a fan more, you were more of a fan of Chapter 1 than 2. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm a sucker for those, like, childhood camaraderie, like, you know, coming-of-age mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. And yeah. I thought they did it amazingly with, you know, mixing it with horror. I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, since we're on the on the subject of it, I was going to ask this one a little bit later, but here's a good question. Between the two Pennywises, which <laughs> one which one was your Pennywise? <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. nice. Way to go, Ben. Unquestionably for me, I thought Clark Card was way better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had this conversation before. I can't remember with who. I don't know if it was with Mark or somebody from uh, the horror hangout team. And uh-huh. uh, I know for me, I, I compare that to the way I compare um, Heath, Heath, Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker to Jack Nicholson's performance of the Joker. Mm-hmm. They both did fantastic jobs. But they put their own spin onto it. You know, mm-hmm. you know Tim Curry was a jokester. He was mm-hmm. quack. He was uh, wacky and cracky, but he was still violent when he needed to be mm-hmm. violent. Where right, uh, right, Scarsdale, right. and just like with Heath Ledger, his 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 Pennywise is darker, more deadlier, more frightening. Mm-hmm. You know, some, something yeah. a little more more from the source material. Because if right, if you read right, the right. book, you know Pennywise can change into any shape that he mm-hmm. can, and that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Whatever the kids fear the most, he becomes that shape. You know. So especially right. when he becomes the leper uh, and Richie's scene. Oh, that was disgusting when I that. <laughs> that was disgusting. Ugh, oh God. Ugh. Yeah. yeah I, I I still, Gorephobe said Curry all the way from Gorephobe. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think Tim Curry was just awesome as the it clown. Tim Curry was awesome yeah. as the it clown. By far the best part of that miniseries. Of mine. I mean, yeah, he, he made the miniseries. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He, he almost really made a miniseries. <laughs> he really, really did. Uh, Van says, oh, wow, that's tough, but I think I liked Skarsgård better. Yeah, I mean, he was good. He really, really was good. But but personally, I go with I go with Tim Curry, personally. I uh, can't pick. For, said, I can't pick. I think they're, they're so different, it's hard to compare. Like yeah. Monty said, you know, Tim Curry was like, you know, yeah. the goofy one doing all the puns and, and stuff like that. And then right. Skarsgård, he was more... It's weird to say, like realistic in his, in his the way right. he would scare because, like, when he's talking to Georgie in part one, and when he's talking to the girl under the bleachers in part two, I'm getting like a real creeper, like yes. I hate to say, like pedo vibe, like you know, come in my van, I got the right. candy type of thing. So that mm-hmm. that's more scary right. for me. Yeah, when you have yeah. you know, you know, creepy, you know, alien being, whatever you want to say, it's in the form of an adult. Saying something that yes. like that to a kid, that's why right. I think he he might be more scary, but that doesn't make me like him better than Tim Curry. So I I, I really can't pick a favorite of those two. Mm. Mm. It's yeah, also no, like impossible to really choose like 
you're talking about actors portraying the same character, but the source material is so different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah. The case of Batman, you have the, the Nicholson, the Tim Burton one is like just such a different movie. You know what I mean? Yep. It and really like, is. Uh, yeah, because it's, when you look at, like, when you look at those films and, and if you read the comics, it's kind of hard trying to pinpoint uh, because each, when you go into each era of comics, because you had, you know, from the Golden Age, the Silver Age, into the Modern Age, there's always been different versions of the Joker. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes. you, you really can't, really can't pump <laughs> oh, wow. which Joker that you want to, uh, what you want to use. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, it is, it is all over the place. I agree with you. It, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It really, really is. Um, real quick. So, as usual, uh, Coriander, you 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 have a few um, obscure movies you wanted to throw at us, right? <laughs> yeah. And this yeah. this this is that this is that special part of the show that I really enjoy, and it's called Coriander's Hot Pants. <laughs> that's amazing who does I love it. It. Right, what do we isn't it <laughs> get the voice up what do we got Corey? Huh? all right <laughs> so the first movie yeah i mean i'm a klaus kinski fan and if you guys have you guys ever seen crawl space Mm-mm. anybody it's been a while yeah i might have only seen yeah. it once or twice uh, this is this is like a really good movie. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he owns this like apartment house that he rents to women. And he's like this demented son of a Nazi surgeon who like he equipped this apartment building with like secret passageways. I mean, you have hidden rooms with like torture devices and murder weapons. And yeah, he just he goes crazy in this movie. Yeah. And it's really <laughs> oh, wow. good. He, is, yeah, he, he does play some creepy so. characters, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. I mean, he played Nosferatu in a couple movies. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I enjoy yeah. him as an actor. So, yeah. You know, Kinsky's going hard once he applies the, uh, the eyeliner, man. You know it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine. This place would be friggin' creepy as hell to live in. I'm sorry, but no thank you. Well, sort yeah. of reminds me of yes. like H.H. Uh, H. Holmes, right? A little bit. He had yeah. that murder hood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which we need a movie on. <laughs> They're working on one. <laughs> I, I keep They're hearing Scorsese is supposed to make one. Yeah, Scorsese oh, was really? with DiCaprio mm-hmm. as, yep. as Holmes. I've been oh, I've been working wow. on that for like oh, wait a minute. five years almost. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did hear about that. Yeah, Leo. Yep. Wow, man. Uh, Gore folks said Kinski's creepy, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And Phil the says, other movie, uh, yeah. I love Crawl Space. Oh. I own the blue. Mm, good. Nice. nice. Good old yeah, film. Nice. I'd love to see it in Blu ray. Mm. Yeah, right? But, um, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the other movie I have is uh, called The Tenet. And that's. Um, that was directed by Roman Polanski, and he also starred in it too. And this is mm-hmm. another crazy ass movie where you get a guy who rents this room, and 
this chick who who lived in it before him, she committed suicide. And yeah, he just he like finds himself, you know, going down this rabbit hole of like uh, dangerous paranoia and yeah, he like Jeez. the ending is so shocking. Have you guys seen this? Mm-hmm. That's one I have not seen. I've heard I guess, it, but I haven't I have seen not. it. I've heard good stuff about it, but I haven't seen it either. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, you have to check it out. You can watch it on. Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away because the ending is right. is what really it, it's crazy. You're gonna be like, yeah, it's just so good. So yeah, <laughs> it's really creepy, y'all. Like it is really very very creepy. It's creepy seeing Roman Polanski on screen in general, but. The movie's actually right. <laughs> it's a really he's kind of a creepy uh, dude. He's kind of a creeper. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he is. is. Uh, yeah. But yeah. movie's good. Rosemary's baby, right, absolutely right. love it. Even though that guy's a fucking creeper. I love that. I know, <laughs> man. I know. Actually, I actually just watched that like last week, man, and that movie is still it it's amazing. It hits it, really yeah, is. it holds up. Tenet is attention, man. Do not watch the remake. Uh, do you, yeah, do not watch the no. remake of Rosemary's Baby. It's trash. No, no. no. Was there a remake? No. Yeah, yeah. TV yeah, movie. Yeah, I think. I uh, it, it, yeah, it was a TV version. I forgot. Oh, it was somebody. I forgot. Uh, they uh, Saldana or yeah. I think I think it's I think it's Zoe. So I think it's Zoe. So, so. Yeah. 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 But yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Which is too bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it was just, that was a bad idea, man. It really was. <laughs> uh, let's see in the chat. Uh, Angela says that cracked me up. I know this is a little bit late, but uh, Mr. Dan says the crew of Crawl Space wanted to murder Kinski. The director made a short film called "Let's Kill Kinski." Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I, wow. Yeah, difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard he was difficult, but damn, that's going to the extreme, man. Uh, Van Van says, "Love the tenant." Hardly anyone mentions this movie. Yeah, oh, good for you. Yeah, it's a great movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil says he still needs to grab the tenant. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, I like Sisters with Margot Kidder. Yeah, man, that movie. Yeah, is Sisters fantastic. is awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, yep. yeah. And I finally just saw it when we did when we did our episode on it for um, Slash yeah, Movie Club. Man, that was that was such a good movie, man. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Fred says uh, there's a horror comedy that Roman Polanski I've seen called The Fearless Vampire yeah, Killers. Yep. It st- starred in yep. his late wife. Yep, Sharon it was. Tate. Yeah, boy. Were you talking about that, Corey? Who me? Did you see that? Yeah, did you ever oh, talk the about the vampire killers? Um, I think I did see it once. I didn't talk about it, uh, but oh, okay. I've been going back and seeing a lot of uh, like seventies, eighties vampire movies that weren't necessarily like Hammer and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, right. I mean, I, I think Anthropomantic Fiend Martin he might have talked about it. That's who did it. Yeah, okay, yes, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. it was Martin. He's yeah, reviewing some yeah. very cool movies, guys. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Martin, Martin's awesome, man. Well, here's another question. I'll, I'll pose this one to you, to you, Monty, because I always wondered this. What is the best and the worst Christopher <laughs> Lee Dracula film, and why? Because I know 
Well, I love those movies. <laughs> hey, I, I grew up watching uh, the Hammer uh, horror movies, especially with the uh, the late great Christopher Lee. Um, yes, this is going to be tough because <laughs> I love everything that Christopher Lee did for Dracula. There is one in particular that I didn't like, but I still enjoyed the film. Uh, Eric, you might mm-hmm. actually might guess this. Obviously, my favorite one, if anyone doesn't know this by now, it is Dracula Has Risen from the Grave <laughs> because it has my yes. favorite scene in the movie. Get that thing out of my sight! <laughs> uh, it, it's just uh, nice. it's just purely because well, after the first one, Christopher Lee doesn't talk that much and like in uh Prince of Darkness, Dracula, Prince of Dark. He has no lines in this one. So by the time he comes to Dracula's visit from the grave, he actually starts talking this one. Mm-hmm. And then he obviously talks mm-hmm. more when uh, Taste the Blood of Dracula. But uh, the mm-hmm. Satanic Rites of Dracula, that, it was okay. It was okay, but it, it, it kind of went sideways for me. And I'm like, this is not what Dracula does, don't you know. But it was still Christopher <laughs> Lee. But I, I guess it was more of the story-wise, not just Christopher Lee's performance. He got killed by uh, a fucking bush in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved AD though. I loved AD. Yeah, AD was decent. Yeah, AD yeah. was decent. Yeah, AD was. Yeah, and uh, it's it's amazing because at the time. Uh, Hammer realized that they had to get out of the gothic because because America was modernizing horror and uh, they had we got to mm-hmm. do something so they decided to transport uh, Peter Cushion and Christopher Lee to the to the seventies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I knew you. I knew you'd have fun with that one because I know you love those movies so much. Mm-hmm. I know you do. <laughs> Angela says, lie time is all you need to say. Laugh out loud. Mm. Angela, it's too funny. All right. Um, so I, I, I got another one. And um, I think I'm going to pose this one to you, Corey. All right. <laughs> what is the most terrifying thing about the movie, Carrie? Because you love this movie so much. Um, Jesus. Um, (laughs) I love this movie, but like I talk about it all the time. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 one of those weird things. It it almost makes like religion and Christianity creepy a little bit, Mm -hmm. and like that's a real vehicle for the character of uh Carrie. Like she's almost taunted by it, and I just um. Like the scene when she gets thrown into the closet and forced to pray to the the creepiest statue of Jesus I've ever seen. Still, Jesus has never looked more terrifying. And it's like (laughs) Christianity, it shouldn't be something that uh, scares you. But in Carrie, they make it to where it does. And it's Mm -hmm. mainly driven by the mom, the mother character, uh, Miss White. And um, Mm -hmm. the scene at the end where she gets crucified, basically, in their kitchen and yeah, like has that has that same pose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, the exact same pose. It's amazing. It looks. Yeah, so she got cool. the exact yeah. same hairstyle and everything. And she mm-hmm. is. She's yes. definitely a mirror image she of that in the particular statue. Yep. Like, and then like mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like the film ends. And I know it's like just a few portions. Like the whole movie is fantastic, but 
uh, yeah. the what's it called? The house tears down, like mm-hmm. sucked mm-hmm. into hell, and it's it like goes oh, into the yeah. earth, and it's it like, goes, yeah, it did Harry cause that, or like was that an act of God? Or I know it's different from the or book, the but like in the movie, like yeah, we're the devil, and it's just um, something about that always stuck with me. I was like, man, that is, it's just a really, really. Uh, uncomfortable, terrifying situation. Uh, that mm-hmm. whole that whole movie's great. Yeah, it, yeah, it is, man. Here, here's the thing, and uh, this is one of the advantages I have from being born in the '70s and having to see movies that first came out in the theaters. When that scene comes out, when her hand comes out from the grave, mm-hmm. and the whole audience out, yes, people oh, drop their wish I seen that. They <laughs> scream out okay. loud, right. and of course, I'm basically just cracking the hell up because I, this, <laughs> I, I, I have a more sense of humor. But it, the whole audience is screaming. People are running outside, and people drop their drinks wow. and all over the places. Like, nice. oh man! When I saw that when I was little, like that ending scene, just mm-hmm. I don't know, it hit. Like the music is perfect in the mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that dun, 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 dun. that's crazy. Like. It's really well made and well paced, and to this day, mm-hmm. I know it's coming. Obviously, every time, mm-hmm. and it's still like I, it makes me happy to like have that built of like, oh god, this is scary, you know. And <laughs> yes, so, yeah. so kind of rem- it kind of reminds you a little bit of what it's like How to be scared. scared mm-hmm. uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's an excellent point. This was because... my first horror movie. Yeah, and I was like in the That's third right. grade when I saw this movie, and. I- I yeah man I loved it okay. and I'm I still mm-hmm. love it so yeah mm. yeah uh, Angela was saying the religious upbringing as well yeah. yeah I mean it was just creepy as hell man it really really was Gore yeah. folks says I mean we had nuns in our school so far yeah yeah our principal was mm-hmm. a nun we had teachers that were nuns I mean yeah mm-hmm. it was crazy first time I saw first time I saw this movie I was I was a kid. And it was like on CBS. It was like mm. a Sunday. Oh, you saw the cut evening. version. Yeah. Well, hey, well, I was a kid, anyways. I mean, come on, Monty. Monty's like, Monty's like, hey, you wasn't you old, Get your ass to the theater and see the R-rated version. Yeah. So that's <laughs> one. That's one of the disadvantages of being uh, being a kid in the seventies. I had to know because any movies I didn't see in the theater, I had to see to watch a cut version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but like you were saying, Corey, like some of some of those scenes, those iconic moments and stuff, man, they really hit because every time there was something religious going on in the movie, there was the creepy ass music and the cinematography was kind of, you know, it seemed like it kind of was a little bit more zoned in and it just felt so it was it was freaky, man. And that ending, that was one of the one of the best shocking endings because they really play it's a perfect on your sympathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play on your sympathy for Carrie That's because you feel you feel so, huh? Oh, my bad. I was what? saying, okay. <laughs> but they were, you know, they played on your sympathy for Carrie so much, and you know, they got the music and it's all dreamy and stuff, and then bam, and man, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. I'll never forget that. And it and it's still like you said, it, it's a movie that's still kind of gets you it really really does and, and lots of times um, when you see all these like top 10 like favorite jump scares that scene is always on that list mm-hmm. so good the palma did a yes. great scare man yes yes absolutely man uh van says uh yes it does the overly religious mother was scary the situation she is put into the kitchen is too yeah i mean um 
Margaret White, I mean, she's just, whew, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> she brought it on stuff, herself. She stuff. shouldn't have stabbed her daughter, and that she wouldn't did. have happened. She did. Well, yeah, she that's true, too. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> what? Stabbed her in the back, literally. <laughs> oh, like, right. I know, man. It was bad, man. Really, really as bad. if the night couldn't have been worse. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, my mom's crazy. I know. I know. I know. All right. So, Ben, th- this this one's for you because I remember talking to you about uh, uh, one of your favorite movies. And um, I know it's a little controversial, but what makes sure. Day of the mm. Dead such <laughs> a great movie? Well, uh, it's my favorite zombie movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely love... All the Romero zombie movies, mostly. <laughs> All the original <laughs> trilogy. Uh, yeah. And uh, Day of the Dead's always been my favorite, though. I love the special effects in it are amazing. And the atmosphere of being so contained in this underground bunker, I think, and the tension between the, uh, the scientists and the military... Uh, I think really does it for me. And you cap it all off with like some brutal ass gore that looks amazing. Uh, and it just yeah. works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of scene with, with the... yeah, yeah, you got to have Bub. Bub. You got to figure out about it. Yeah, and Bub. Absolutely. Sorry. Bub, was, Bub was awesome. Awesome, awesome. That that opening scene, man, when, when the zombies start, you know, coming coming out of the woodworks and stuff, that was pretty. It's like wow, man! Tom Savini really—he he really made a jump up from mm-hmm. dawn. Oh yeah, talk about which is what he Which is, huh? I was gonna say, talk about uh, jump scares, including hands. There's there's all yep. things like looking in the room, like all like all the hands come out of the wall, <laughs> like all of them. Yes, every hand. yes, <laughs> right. All of the hands. Make sure yeah. all the hands at the same. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let's get all hands no, on man. deck for this one. Remember, Carrie, we're going to do that, but 50. We're going to do that, but bigger, better. Bigger hands. More horizontal. 1,000 hands. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Day, Day is a good movie, man. Although, I got to admit, it, 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 it took me a little bit to get on board with it. Because for me, it was such a, a drastic you know, change from Dawn. But now, it, it definitely, I really enjoy it a lot. I, I probably watch it more than Dawn. I think the tone too is a lot dark. It's not as light hearted as Dawn. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 less pie fights in 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 Day of the Dead. There's a lot. Less. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a pie fight in Day of the Dead? That would. Be... No. Yeah, the the military oh and the scientists should have just settled it with a tickle fight. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> So of of course, Ben. You know, I, I have to ask this question: yeah. Running zombies versus slumbers, uh, shamblers. I like I like them all. Uh, I would say I go shamblers over running, uh, based on nostalgia and sort of like early perception of zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love the fast yeah. ones too. Mm-hmm. I did not absolutely love Army of the Dead, though. I would say that <laughs> a lot of people love that one. It was okay. It, 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 it had its yeah. It had its moments. 
Yeah, it's, it I, I, yeah. I, I thought it was a bit, a bit too long, and then the daughter was she was there for plot convenience. Yeah, they. Uh, I think uh, Zack yeah. Schneider is drunk with power after the Schneider cut. Man, <laughs> they should have edited that one down a little bit. <laughs> All right, so Coriander, I got one for you too because I I know obviously what your favorite your favorite movie is. So here's a question for you: Is a remake? To an American werewolf in London, is that a good Ooh. idea? Ooh. At all? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No, it's With CGI. No. That was a no, quick no, answer, no. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason, and I, and I knew she would say that, but one, there's two things about it that I was going to say. I mean, at one point, uh, John Landis's son was attached mm-hmm. to do a remake. Max, Max Landis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and his whole idea of it was to try to be faithful to how the original was done, meaning, you know, and of course, a lot of people have said this before in movies, they're going to try to not use too much CGI. And then a lot of times the studios, get <laughs> all, that, all that bullshit. But one of the latest, la- latest developments, at least a couple months ago, is that uh, Robert Kirkman from The Walking Dead is now kind of behind the idea of doing the remake for an American werewolf yeah, in London. Yeah. So that's that's part <laughs> of the reason here, why I wanted oh, no. to bring it up. She's like, oh no. <laughs> well how about this? What if it's a remake of an American werewolf in Paris? Would that be okay? It should Fine. be. That, would be okay. <laughs> no. there should, Even that movie should be. be like burned and forgotten. <laughs> Van says hard it, no. no. <laughs> That's too funny. So there's no, so there's no hope at all, Coriander, right? That's what you're saying. Well, you know, if if they did the old school, you know, special effects where you actually mm-hmm. created things and worked and not used a computer, mm-hmm. yeah, I would probably. Right. And if they, if it was like a true remake, because I mean, everything mm-hmm. about that movie is perfect. So. It is. I I would maybe check it out, but I would be, mm-hmm. yeah, I would still be worried about it. Now I I will say this: Knight knows that I'm a big supporter of remakes, and I'll just say yes. this: Remember, the original is always there, no matter how much a remake <laughs> might suck. And <laughs> if some people wise enjoy <laughs> enjoy the remake, <laughs> they might not have heard of the original, and it might help broaden the audience mm-hmm. yeah because if, my, if you haven't heard about point. the original i mean come on where have you been honestly <laughs> what type of a horror fan are you if you have not seen this movie so i don't know <laughs> hey most most people don't know that the thing is a remake from the 50s classic the thing from another world that's, that's true, true. Uh-huh. i mean yeah. i had that on vhs true. so mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, yes. but my thing, my thing was this: it, remakes are going to get made. I mean, that's just how Hollywood mm-hmm. is. I mean, come on, they're yeah. they're already got a, a pre-production of the remake of The Exorcist that's in pre-production right now. So obviously, mm-hmm. whatever they get the story right, when the time is right, uh, don't be surprised mm-hmm. if they actually do a remake of American Werewolf in London. Uh, as long mm-hmm. as they pay some homage to the original and don't use goddamn mm-hmm. CGI effects. A la the Wolfman. <laughs> exactly. I I yes. Like, speaking of werewolf movies and animal movies simultaneously, 
Bad Moon from I yes. think it was '96 has yes. one of the worst CG transformations yes. and one of the best practical werewolves. So they sort of <laughs> ran the whole gamut through that one. Yep. <laughs> That's another movie, a horror movie that I don't hear a lot of people talking I about. Know. That's like when mm. when Knight and Coriander they were doing all their their tag videos and werewolf was always one of those mm. subjects. It was either like Dog Soldiers or American Werewolf in London. And that's why when I yeah. did mine, I'm, I'm glad, okay, finally, I could talk about Bad Moon. Bad Moon. It seems like <laughs> no one ever brings up how, other than that really fucking shitty CGI transformation at the end, <laughs> so you have all this good before that one scene. It's like, now maybe some people can actually go look at it, because I think it's a really, really good movie. It is, and the yes, Practical Werewolf is. is like way more than makes up for that shitty-ass transformation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, The Practical <laughs> Werewolf is amazing. <laughs> Right. I mean, because yeah. I, I like the story of the Wolfman, and I like some of the practical effects. But yes. come on, man, it's like what you do with a CGI transformation. You don't need a CGI. Come on. Well, pra- what was on, so dude. sad about it is you had Rick Baker on working mm-hmm. on it, and hit the whole idea was he was going to be trying to expand upon what he did in American Werewolf, and he was all excited about it and all that. And he went on board, and they were doing a lot of practical stuff. But then Universal came in and said, well, we're just going to touch up. We're going to just touch up some of this practical work and ended up ended up, you know, doing about 75 percent, you know, with the CGI, which was too bad because it's like it could have been. I liked it in the sense that it was a period piece. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Anthony Hopkins and Benicio Del Toro is a good a good actor as well. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you started seeing some of that CGI, it was like, ah, shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just too bad. Here we go. Just too bad at all. And it's I thought like, I thought damn. And you, yeah, no, I mean, I've got it. I've got it on Blu-ray and I've watched it, you know, a handful of times. I still, I still try to enjoy it for what it is other yeah. than the fact, other than the fact of being disappointed that Rick Baker wasn't able to, because he was really, I saw interviews with him. He was just so excited in the beginning because he really wanted to, because he looks at his work in American Werewolf is good, but mm-hmm. he thought he could have done even better. And this mm-hmm. was an opportunity for him to do some things that, you know, again, would be kind of groundbreaking, but unfortunately, you know, we never got to see it. Which I really think it was, sucks. I think it was Rick who said that it, that's why he's pretty much retired is because everyone does CGI yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The practical yeah. effects guys can't find bad. work. Yeah, they need to come back because this whole CGI shit is like ruining movies, honestly. They need to go back to the old school ways and do it the right way. Do it the way God intended. I guarantee you, Rick Baker would not have a hard time getting work if he wanted to continue doing practical effects, man. That guy's a legend in Hollywood. Right? You know what they need to do, yo? They need to stop remaking the really good movies and they need to start remaking some of the bad movies. Or, like, the movies that are. The movies that are like. Like Birdemic, right? Great. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say Blood Rage. That's exactly what I was going to say is we need to remake Blood Rage. We need to remake. We need to remake uh, Mutilator and, I don't know, maybe not Sleepaway Camp, but I mean. Just because I don't, I don't know how they could pull off Sleepaway Camp uh, what? today. 
what? What yeah. you have some you have a problem with sleepaway camp? No, I love sleepaway camp. I just don't think it could be handled like especially the twist ending. I don't think it could be handled. Oh, uh, I see what you're way. saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's transphobic and stuff, and it's like, yeah, let's just not touch yeah. sleepaway camp. You know what I mean? Can right. I just rant for yeah. a moment? It's Please. not transphobic sure. at all. It's the exact it opposite. Is. It's like it trying is. to contain someone's sexuality in something that they don't uh, identify with, and it creates havoc. Mm. You know what I mean? But mm. The thing is, mm. uh, point. if you've been on Twitter, Twitter will attack that movie. Mm-hmm. They will say it's because uh, the trans person is yeah. portrayed as a killer, and it's, it's portrayed as sort of like mental illness that they... It's not well, a trans person. Think. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. The aunt. One of the those aunt's the mm-hmm. fucking crazy one, crazy. man. Yeah. Not, I'm right. not on Twitter, but I'm not, I'm not like on Twitter that. for a reason, man. Twitter yeah, is a toxic place. But, but hey, I've looked at mm. it and it's like, yo, you really can't do anything. Like, you can't please anybody with stuff. They are going to find a reason. I'm like, yo. Oh, yeah. Like, we probably mm-hmm. like the movie. Like, I love Sleepaway Camp. We'd probably support a remake. Yeah. But I guarantee you it would have, like, horrible backlash for like mm-hmm. reaching, mm-hmm. reaching for reasons to hate it. There's a whole problem mm-hmm. right now where people misunderstand dealing with like stuff like uh, dealing with race issues as being yes. a racist film. It's yes. really, it's really mm-hmm. annoying. I feel like, you. Have you guys yes. seen the, the show them on Amazon? Bro. Yes. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I haven't I, seen I, it yet. The it's reviews, so it's like, this is racist garbage. And it's like, it was like, amazing, man. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, I hated uh, old yeah, girl. Too bad. But it was it was fantastic. No, all the white people in it were so mm-hmm. fucking vile, but like vile. I don't take that personally because I'm not a right. racist piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> right there you <laughs> it's go. Not targeting right? me. It's I like that, it's... That was, there was a bunch of racist pieces of shit back then. That's just I mean, yeah, because history. when I when I was watching it, I was like, but this is what this is how it was back then. You can't ignore it. Exactly. Yeah. You, can't, it you can't you can't run from the past. Mm. Right. I was trending, and people were saying like. We need to stop this, you know, like uh, the violence against black people in the movies. It's been beaten to the ground. And it's like, and then I, I was like, there's no way this is that bad. So I went out and watched mm-hmm. the show and I told my buddy John to watch it. And I'm like, we both thought it was like incredible, like very, mm-hmm. very well made. And mm-hmm. the story was appropriate. And like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know how to say it. Like people need things to be upset about constantly mm-hmm. they're not right right, right. yeah yeah that, yep. that show was we'll have to have something but i agree that show was there. dark man there was, was some dark, dark shit in that show man the it's cat so in the bag scene i was like ah, oh, made me like internally shudder it was just fucking and it was a season cool. horror dude you know yeah mm-hmm and uh I, I had almost forgotten mr dan was saying r.i.p to desiree aunt martha I had yeah, forgotten yeah. that she had just, yeah, just yesterday yeah. or today yeah. within the last couple of days, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, here, here's another question I'm going to throw it at you guys. And since we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier or Monty was asking about it. But between the two, <laughs> 28 days later or Dawn of the Dead, the remake remake okay here here here, now here goes my two cents for this one and i'll say this until the day i die okay (laughs) those are not those are not zombies and 28 days later those are infected people with the rage virus 
Yes, they fight. Right. They spit up blood, <laughs> but they don't eat people. They are not zombies. They are infected. But is cannibalism right. really the deciding factor for being a zombie? Because they could very well have died and then been rejuvenated <laughs> as rageful entities. No, no. The thing, the thing about the the infected people and twenty eight days later is once you kill them, they're dead. They don't come back up. <laughs> Well, you should have zombie in the Now, they, they are very hard to kill because they're so full of rage that you can actually have someone with half their arms still running at you. But once you kill yeah. them, they're dead. That's it. I mean, you can, and you don't even have to kill them and you don't have to shoot them in the head. You can just blow, their, uh, blow them up and they're dead. That's the whole yeah. big difference between uh, the, these two movies. But I still <laughs> love both movies. <laughs> Yes, I mean it. It Van was, was saying it, that too. Yeah, it's the inspiration of seeing them run is what probably got Zack Snyder to create the running zombies in his uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, and, right. and that's my Good favorite point. zombie film. <laughs> oh, that's your favorite. That's my favorite zombie film. Yes, it was good, man. I, I can't lie, man. I saw that in the theater, and I was uh-huh. just like, wow. It was just like it. It just started right off, and it was just mm-hmm. just hitting you over the head, and I was just like. This is really good. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you had it right there. How, yeah, how is- so close. <laughs> wow, that's totally- he sleeps that's with totally it under his pillow every <laughs> night. He's got a little rocker <laughs> under his neck with it in it. Oh Jesus! Uh, we got filthy, filthy dance in the chat. What's going on, man? He says, uh, "I'm bummed that I have to say Dawn of the Dead by default." Yeah, they were both good, man. Yeah, don't be bummed. Dawn of the Dead is really good. Oh, it's yeah, just don't be bummed. Oh, that's because he says he's still oh. gonna watch. Yeah, yeah, you like, got you gotta, gotta watch, watch twenty eight days later, and then it's after good, that, yeah. and then after that, watch twenty eight weeks later. Yeah, I prefer yeah. I prefer weeks because that opening. Me and Night have yeah. talked about it before. That opening oh, yeah. scene with the husband that running across the field, and that music yes. by Don Murphy. That is mm-hmm. so. Oh man, that, that still gets. Man, me I'm gonna tell you. When I first saw that, and we, yeah, and Eric, we talked about it. Robert Carlyle in that that mm-hmm. opening, it, that that was just so amazing. Like it got you just so pumped up, yep. and you were actually terrified the way that the way that the scenes were shot. I mean, mm-hmm. he was like always like that close to biting it, literally. Yep. Mm-hmm. He got out, and I, I love Robert Carlyle. Anyways, he's a great actor. But um, that's a fantastic movie, man. And then uh, the biggest... I won't, I won't say any spoilers. The scene when he's reunited with his wife. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll I will leave it at that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Johnny Johnny Walker's in the chat. And what's, what's up, up Johnny? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, but yeah, twenty eight weeks later, man, it's such a good movie. My biggest regret is that they didn't do the next one, which there was the idea that they were mm-hmm. going to do. You know, uh, but yeah, supposed to, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be twenty eight months later, but they never, they never got yeah. it, they never got to it. Was, that that that's that's that is a crime because both of those movies, days and weeks, they were just so damn good, mm-hmm. and and they felt they felt fresh, you know, in, in, you know, in a subgenre that had so many, so many different entries, but these two movies still felt pretty fresh. It's crazy. Very, very crazy. But Weeks was great. All right. So we got another one here. And this one, I think, Corey, you'll, you'll enjoy this one, I think. Friday the 13th, Part 4. Oh. Or Dream Warriors. Damn it. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Or a dream yes. warrior. Have some of that. It's like saying you have one kid, you have to punch in the fucking face. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Man. You can make that decision. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> you got to punch in the face. <laughs> that was good. Man, I mean, to be real, uh, like at least, at least for me, like I'd give it to Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I've always liked that. Yeah. I, I love Jason. I've never been the biggest Elm Street fan. I love I love the Elm Street movies. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. And part mm-hmm. three right. is obviously like one of the best. I prefer part four. Unpopular opinion, but part three, Ooh. you know, is epic. I just love Friday Thirteenth Part Four is easily like one of the best slashers ever made. Uh, yeah. The door is fantastic. You know, like yeah. all the characters are great. Everything just works. You know, and like. All I have to say is Crispin Glover, yo. Yep. Like, yeah, that's right. right. Good night, Brian Elms. Crispin Glover, maybe I would like it more. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the main factors that pushes me to pick uh, Elm Street. Elm Street, um, probably thirteen fours. First off, you know Ted White's my favorite Jason. You know, I I prefer non-zombie Jason. Mm-hmm. And um, you got the. <laughs> I'm a huge Crispin Glover fan. You know, I've seen pretty much every mm-hmm. movie that I can find of his. Like, I even love Willard, the remake that not a lot of people enjoy. I love, I that, love movie. that movie. And uh, yeah, that was a good so one. you got that. You got Savini coming back with the gore. Mm-hmm. You know, he kills off his creation. Um, right. You actually have like you. You know me, Knight. If the characters are annoying for ninety minutes, why should I give a shit? I like these characters for uh, for so many different reasons. I even like you know I even like Teddy Bear, the the, the horny guy who gets who has to get stuck watching yes. the stag films all by himself. Yep. He's still right. fun. So yep. now I do like Dream Wars a lot. You know you know me. I love Kincaid, but you know my that the thing with the build up yes. with the 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 dungeon master, how you talk all this shit and boom, you just, <laughs> you, you shoot some force lightning at him, and yeah. then you're taking out like a little bitch. That just no. I can't do it. So I, I have to go with uh, But I will say this. I will say this in response to yeah. Dream Master that Corey says. Even though uh-huh. Killian's not here, bless his heart, I do like that in your intro you did throw Alice in there. Because yes. we know how much Killian yes. loves Alice. Mm-hmm. So, I know, I know. <laughs> I had to put that in there. But, but Corey, uh, lo- Corey loves says- Dream Master. I'm always holding that torch, you know, for for Dream Child. You know, I'm like one of the two people in the world that like Dream Child. I know, so. man. I know. I, I give you so much credit, man, because you just you just put it right out there, man. But you do make some good points. I will give mm-hmm. you that. Mm-hmm. Like but I can you- tell, I can tell that you've had to defend your points like yep. a thousand times because as soon as you start talking about stuff you're like and this is why and this is why yep. this is why like a lawyer or something you're ready to go man I oh I've, I've got detailed files <laughs> trust me <laughs> i have detailed files <laughs> exactly <laughs> filthy dan says uh ooh, final chapter for me but i prefer nightmare on the street as a franchise overall Ooh. all right Right. The thing about the final chapter is it's like the quintessential Friday the 13th movie, you know, and almost the quintessential yes. slasher film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'd love yes, them I both, agree. but I would go uh, final chapter uh, just based on that. 
Because uh, I would say the quintessential yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street movie is probably the first one for me. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, Freddie the... just got too too silly for me to like. I like the first one and the third mm-hmm. one, and mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the rest I'm... are like yeah, whatever. Because I, yeah, I, yeah. I think what happened was part two uh, needs more love. I love part two. <laughs> part two <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love it. I, I think what happened was the character went to a change after the third one. And then he definitely mm-hmm. with the fourth one and the fifth one, that's when he started to do his puns. It's just too silly, man. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a point. I real mean, quick. Jason, uh, yeah. I'm just a Jason lover, so I'm biased to this question. The Nightmare on Elm Street right. movies. I, I can't remember which one of you guys said, like, you didn't like how he died at the end of part three with, with uh, uh, Freddy and whatnot. I don't like how. Oh, no, man. How, like, <laughs> all the. Nightmare on Elm Street sequels end with some weird little dream thing happening, and it's always like a light beam or something, and then he gets already. Yeah. The way yeah. they kill off in every movie gets mm-hmm. dumber and dumber to me, to where it's like it takes away the stakes. Like, yeah, he's doing all yeah. these cool kills and stuff, but we all know how this is going to end, man. You're going to die by someone not being scared of you all of a sudden, or a a little mm. beam of spirits leaving your body and you twirl around in a circle and they use little light effects and you're gone. Until well, the next movie. And I don't... <laughs> Here's my question for you guys. Which is the biggest, uh, bigger piece of bullshit? Dream demons or Jason worms? You know what I mean? Which is Hold on. I, I didn't get the question. I, I like... He's talking about uh, Freddy's dead and Jason goes to hell the final Friday. <laughs> yeah, Dream Demons versus Jason Worms. <laughs> Bruh. Can, I, can I be the first to say, can we? Jason least... Worms all the way. All the way. I like Jason. The big, wait, that, do you dead. prefer them? You're or saying that that's the best? Or? That I yes. prefer the Jason Worms. I prefer, I prefer yes. Jason goes to hell. Yeah, because I, I I caught some I caught you guys you know ripping apart my uh, Freddy's dead and have <laughs> <laughs> some love for Freddy's hey, dead. Welcome to my world. You know they're always ripping on Jason goes to hell. So I, I used to rip on it. <laughs> I used to rip on it all the time until I watched yeah. Freddy's Dead and I was like, at least they gave a shit and Freddy or Jason goes to hell. Like with the worm thing, yes. it's absurd as a concept, but at least it kind of looks good. It kind of looks good. But in Freddy's Dead, it's like, these are the dumbest worms I've ever seen in my life. Like, how can you do this? Were they serious? The dumbest worms. The dumbest worms I've ever seen. <laughs> they are top ten compared to what other worms, Corey? Compared to the, the Jason right. worms, where it's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's practical. I'm pretty sure they did do yeah. and Jason goes to hell. Great. And that's what uh, Slasher Fred said. I read that there was an alternate ending in Friday Four that revealed the fate of Tommy jo- Tommy and Trisha's mother. Yes. Yeah, she was. Um, I think they uh, found her drowned in a bathtub, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very um, like. Right, uh, Dan says exactly. Quintessential is the most singular way to describe final chapter for my money. Yeah, yeah. I love how final chapter started. We're at the crime scene. I mean, there isn't yes. another. There isn't another Friday movie that starts like actually at the crime scene that people are investigating. Is it? No. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, no. I don't think no. so. But right right from the beginning, you could see that they were really putting some effort into the movie. You know what I'm saying? As far as they had a helicopter shot and everything. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Part four was amazing. I got to admit. Uh, Fred says, I read that in Jason Lives, it was supposed to be supposed to reveal Jason's father. Yes. I heard that too. Yep. Yep. What's his name? Uh, Elias. Um, Elias. Elias. Yeah. Elias. Mm. Yeah. Elias Voorhees. Uh, Dan See, says, go. Jason goes to hell, beats Freddy's dead like a group of redheaded stepchildren. Freddy no one gets Freddy dead no love. <laughs> All right. Well, Monty, we'll, we'll make your case for Freddy's dead over Jason goes Give to it hell. some love, then. Give him some love, man. Raise a card, Monty. It's yeah. okay. Um, Here we go. Normally, what I what I what I did like about what they attempted to do with Freddy's Dead is that we all know basically Freddy's backstory was simply was very simple. You know, his yes. mother was caught in an asylum and she was raped by a thousand bastards and uh, not a thousand, but a, a thousand psychos, and that's basically it. At least in this particular movie, Freddy's Dead, they try to give a more definitive background. And the reason mm-hmm. why he decided to kill the kids in Springwood because mm-hmm. he found out that right. he actually was married. He had a daughter. He mm-hmm. had a wife. Yes. Yeah, he was still a pedophile. But when the state took right. him away, he decided to get his revenge. I said, oh, you took away my kid. I'm going to take away your kids. That's what right. I like about right. what they were trying to do in the story. Yeah, it's some silly elements in the movie, especially with the uh, the Bucks Bunny falling on the spikes. But I did find it funny yes. because I'm a huge... I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan, and mm-hmm. I thought Robert right, England, right, right. some of the stuff he did was great. Uh, you know, yes. you know, some of this great is is not as bad as the remake. It's not as bad as uh, the Dream Child. <laughs> oh <Eric>. wow! <laughs> <laughs> <Shots> by, <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though, I, 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 will, I will say this though: Freddy's dead. I agree with you. The, given the backstory was was actually pretty cool, mm-hmm. and I think I think Lisa Zane was good in it. Yafet mm-hmm. Koto, he he's always good in everything. The mm-hmm. only thing about Freddy's Dead is that they were trying to have this quirky humor, and that was intentional. That was intentional by everyone behind the camera, and even Robert England himself said we were trying to add you know, some quirkiness to it. They were inspired by Twin Peaks at the time mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. If they had done that movie with him at least as serious as he was like in four, I think mm-hmm. it would have been so much better. So uh, much yeah. better. Yeah, because when I read when I read that and I could see I I said I could see what they were attempting to do. But some yeah. so many yeah. human lands, but some but most of it doesn't. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people right. don't like it. You know, but I I enjoyed yeah. the film. I enjoyed the film. It's not the best in the series, but I do enjoy the. Right. I did enjoy Freddy's Dead. Oh, and it's don't get me best. wrong. There's there's not a Nightmare on Elm Street film that I don't like at mm-hmm. all. You know, right? It's just that's the one thing that's interesting is that mm-hmm. people do enjoy all the movies, but mm-hmm. there are some that they don't like as much. You know, mm-hmm. and it shows how popular the franchise was that you can even. Enjoy the the quote unquote bad entries, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what were mm-hmm. you gonna say? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Something I'm sure it was very awesome, but just the usual worm talk that we have on the yeah. show. That's all. Worm Speaking talk. of worms, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh man. All right. So let's let's do. We'll do one more, and then uh, you know we'll we'll see what we got. All right. 
Ah. More insidious. Conjuring all day for me. I'm going conjuring. That was quick. Yeah, I'm going conjuring too. Oh, better story. I think it's scarier. Sorry. I think yeah, the conjuring. I think is scarier. Mm -hmm. It's better executed too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, franchise. Yeah, I gotta go talk about the Insidious franchise. Amen. Yeah, it does. I do like Insidious a lot, though. You can't you you can't get a better jump scare than when um she sees the the lipstick face or Darth Maul behind Darth Maul demon yeah behind Patrick Patrick Wilson's head that scene was awesome I that's still I love it I love that scene that's the one thing it's like other than that scene I like I don't know there's nothing that really stays with me. Uh, when we're talking mm. insidious, besides that one scene, which is really scary, and I guess the scene at the end where again that figure pops up and you see him behind the glass and the organ, like that's the creepy. glass, that's creepy mm. stuff. Like that's real creepy. But there's not enough of yeah. that in yeah. the movie for me to. Like. I'm a huge Lynn Shay fan, so that's why I like Insidious. <laughs> Although I prefer The Conjuring. We just watched, the, we finally just watched The Conjuring two like a couple weeks ago, and we thought that was great as well. We oh, really yeah, like that one a lot. Decent. Yeah, that's decent. They killed it. Yeah, Jason says I gotta go with Conjuring. Yeah, I think most people probably would. I, I think most people would. All right, we'll we'll do another one just because we we got some time here. All right, <laughs> Eric will like this. Uh, <laughs> easy, so easy. Chucky, hundred percent. Chucky or Leprechaun? I mean, it's Chucky. Uh, it is Chucky. I mean, it is Chucky. We all like Chucky more than Leprechaun, right? But don't sleep on Leprechaun. Leprechaun's fun. It's just some of the movies aren't as uh, good as... I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how, how much fun is it, Knight? How much fun is the Leprechaun? <laughs> it's Tell not him. fun at all. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the first movie. Yeah, the, the problem with the Leprechaun is that there's no continuity between any of the movies. Absolutely. They all... They're all standalones. Uh, well, isn't there a Back to the Hood and a Back to the Hood 2? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're two different leprechauns. They're, two different, and they're two, terrible two, movies. Two, That's two different movies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> it, I will say this. So it is interesting if you see how many people that we recognize have been in a fucking leprechaun movie. We have Jennifer Aniston, uh-huh. you know. Caroline Williams from you know Coriander's favorite Texas Chainsaw Two. Um, <laughs> I love that one too, by the way, Coriander. We have uh, we have uh, one of the Tool Time girls uh, from Home Improvement, the one who isn't Pam Anderson. She's in one of them. Ice T's in the first Hood movie. Ice Coolio T's. shows up yeah. for like a two second cameo. So right. there's so many recognizable people that needed five dollars to show up in a Leprechaun movie. But it is interesting, you know, the different. Actors and actresses have that's been involved in the series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But but if you're wondering, uh, I'm still picking Chucky. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah, Leprechaun for greater to see the Chucky. Yo, yes. That's like saying a plate of shit tastes better than a bowl of shit. Killing me, I'm with you there, Dan. I, I like uh, Leprechaun Four, man. I think it gets some. I think it needs a Blu-ray. I think it needs a 4K release. Oh, I've got 4K. it on Blu-ray, so don't worry. <laughs> oh wow! 
Does it look oh, good? Man. Like at least like the. Well, again, is it a bowl of shit or is it a plate of shit? You know, it looks okay for a Blu-ray. <laughs> That's good. I wow. need nice. Uh, ben says, uh, "I'm pumped for the Chucky TV series." I'm interested to see what what they do with it for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Good. Have you guys seen Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin or the first Leprechaun? I have seen. Oh, Rumpelstiltskin is fun. It is. Rumpelstiltskin is a lot of fun. I have, I have not seen Rumpelstiltskins. Yeah, I heard it was good, but I have, that's one I have not seen. I haven't yet. seen it either. I go Rumpelstiltskin. Have you seen that one? Original Leprechaun. Yeah. Really? I it's haven't just seen. Just a performance by the either? actor. I think it's on uh, what, Tubi. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on yeah. Tubi. Yeah. Watch that. It's good. Oh. Didn't what didn't what I release that? No. No. Oh, okay. I mean, that I came know. out in the nineties, man. Yeah, that was like ninety-five. Yeah. No, okay. So I'm thinking about something wow. else. It might it might be a Pinocchio film that they released. Pinocchio. Yeah, you <laughs> might you might be thinking <laughs> Pinocchio's Revenge, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I might I might be confused with Pinocchio's Revenge. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Don't no, ben, ben okay. saying Pinocchio's Revenge is fun too. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what? Like, like what we've all said, we 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 like what we like. You know, I like the Ginger Dead Man sequel. So, who am I to say anything? <laughs> oh wow! Ginger Dead is Grand, what do you think of the Ginger Dead Man? Right. <laughs> How do you feel about no, that? I, no, I said the sequels, not the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What what was what was what was good about the sequels versus the first one? Because, okay, well, the first one is about. Gary Busey is a bank robber. He's shot. His blood gets mixed in with some gingerbread dough or some bullshit. He becomes a killer cookie. Okay? <laughs> That's almost bad. Now, Jack Frost. Okay. Hey, look, but, but wait, wait, wait. Say it out loud. That's okay. the funny thing. Say right, it but, out loud. Okay. It's hilarious. But it's, it's performed like it's serious. Uh, it's a serious film. Now, when you get to the second one, which is, which the subtitle is called Passion of the Crust. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's called Passion of the Crust. Really? They are so wow. self-aware. No, no, I'm not done, Mike, because we got the third one, too. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's so self-aware one. and dumb. That's what makes it fun. Now, the third one. It's called Saturday Night Cleaver because it involves time travel where he goes back to the 70s. Oh, <sighs> God. Tra- it, oh, man. it is so dumb and self-aware that you can't hate it. Now, I hate the first one because it's it's done in such a serious like, way. It's like the director of Birdemic. You know, this is a masterpiece. You know, that's how they take it. No, it's about a killer fucking cookie. Why are you taking it so goddamn serious? You know what I mean? And don't don't forget the one. Don't forget the one where the evil or the evil bong uh, uh, crosses over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Evil bong versus ginger dead man. Yeah, I love it. I, was, wow. I think I think the best worst movies are the ones they try to take like overly serious though. Like so, like when you try to play up the camp, it it doesn't come off as well for me personally. A lot of times, I haven't seen Gingerbread. I have not seen Passion of the Crust. So I don't know. That's a great movie. Just, just saying it out loud is, is like that just is ridiculous. I'm sorry. And the cover art is you, 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 a crucified Ginger Dead. You, you can't help. You can't yeah. help ridiculous. but laugh at, at at a movie like that because it's silly, it's dumb as hell, but it's still funny. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like good, I said, ginger you know, wheat, ginger wheat man is coming out. <laughs> the ginger wheat man, oh, and like wow. I said, the third one involves okay. time travel. He goes back no, to the seventies, you know, the roller wheat, rinks and everything. It. It's 
Yeah, because uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Ash, Ashley, the, the movie Oracle, she actually reviewed the Gingerweed Man this week, and she absolutely loved it. Bro. She actually said this this wow. was the best movie she's seen so wow. far in, in 2021. Are you looking it up, Corey? <laughs> yeah, I, I need to. Yeah. I, need to <laughs> I have to see this movie. Like, yo. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's it? like this. If you see Ashley's review of this movie, you you would be. Man, I got to check this up because she absolutely loved it. Where can I watch it? <laughs> Probably Tubi. Tubi has. I know. I am Tubi watching. has like two or three evil bongs. It's got. All of the ginger dead men, so I'm sure it's got the crossover. Mm. They make me happy. Like there's stupid movies that you can just like throw on and do nothing with. Like they're they're meaningless and they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, I need to see ginger. No, there are good movies like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, man. Thank you for bringing uh, it. Dan-, <laughs> Dan says the Puppet Master films are something interesting. Talk about zero cares for film to film continuity. Oh boy, yeah, that's the truth, man. Uh, what is there like eight, eight or nine Puppet Master films? More than that, I think. It's, it's yeah, there's more than that now. It's like, yeah, like, just like with the Amityville films, there's so many of them. <laughs> and there's yes. like two or three crossovers as well. So who knows? Yeah, I have a funny story. With that, uh, I have a story with that. Like, um, so back when I was like smoking a lot of weed, right? I said I was going to marathon all of the Puppet Master films. This is before I was on YouTube. And oh, no. <clears throat> I, I remember I got, I got real big. I took a big dab. And um, I think it, it was one of the Puppet Masters. Like, once you get later into them, they sort of, like, blend together. And there's one Puppet Master movie that is nothing but callbacks. It's, like, parts from every sequel. And I was high thinking here, like, I thought I changed the movie. Everything from one, two, three, four, and five, and maybe six or something jammed into one movie. And I was like, what is going on? Like, that movie, like, Puppet Master is the weirdest franchise in the world. Like, honestly, a little bit weirder than Hellraiser. Oh man! If you if you think that's trippy, you should actually watch uh, Fried Barry. If you haven't watched Fried Barry yet, yes. that that that's a trippy movie. I watched it last week. Had no idea what was going on the whole movie and had a good time. Uh, can I can I just say like when I saw Jason Goes to Hell in the theater? I've been sober since the nineties, but I saw that movie yes. on mushrooms in the theater, and it still was not impressive. Like I could have had more fun swearing, but like. Like busy wallpaper, literally. <laughs> That's a problem you with your film. You can't, yeah, like, you can't girl, enjoy it on mushrooms. Yeah, man. I'll say this: you you don't have to tab mushrooms to watch Fried Barry because that uh, that movie is so tripped out. It's just like altered uh, altered states. Yeah, oh, man. That movie was. That's oh, how Fried Barry is. Mm-hmm. It's good, oh, y'all. Wow. Check that out, man. Yeah, it's really good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I love Altered States. That was a good one. Hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, so this will be the last one for you guys, and I'll I'll pose this to each of you guys. Here it is. Haunted House Horror. Ew. Possession Horror. That'll be the the last one for the night, man. That'll be the last one. It's a good one. All right. Well. All right, well, we'll start with you, Monty, and we'll just go around. (sighs) Let's see. I've seen more good possession horror movies than I've seen haunted haunted horror house movies because it seems like we get a 
somewhat similar formula where we take a bunch of good looking young people, stick them in the horror house, stick them into a haunted house, uh, or they get warned not to go into this house, but they do it anyway for a dare, and all of a sudden they have to go and get and they have to fight for their lives. So I've seen more of that trope than I've seen possession horror. So it's got to be possession horror for me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. How about you, Corey? I you you basically took the first sentence that popped into my mind like away. Like it's it's the truth. Like I've seen more good possession movies in general. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not a big fan of uh modern haunted house horror movies or modern possession movies, but like the older possession movies, they're fun. Even the bad possession movies, like I like if they mm-hmm. were made in the seventies and the eighties. But Mm-hmm. I find it hard. So I'd, basically, I'd have to go with possession as well. Like, uh, I don't know. If there's a modern haunted house horror movie out there that you guys know of that's actually pretty good, like even in a campy way, name it because I couldn't name one. Uh, we are still here. We are still here. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah that, good that's good. That's good. I, yeah. I liked Hell House yeah. LLC. I that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I didn't like Hell House. Oculus. Oculus. Yeah, Oculus is a good one. That was more about a haunted mirror than a haunted house. True. And well, a little yeah, bit more but... about possession as well. Hmm. Sort of a little blending of the true. two, right? Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Hmm. But I, lo- I love that movie. How about oh, yeah, you, Eric? Right. I'm going to say I think I enjoy haunted house movies more because mm. I'm a I'm a sound guy, and I think haunted houses require. Okay, I'll be right back if you want to go ahead and go to bed more quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Uh, I'm going to have to get a little philosophical here, guys. (laughs) The thing that I love about haunted house movies is, at at their best, they are atmospheric, and I love an atmospheric Mm. film that can put me in that sort of state of mind and that mood. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing about possession that is scary is it's it's a scarier concept for me to not be able to trust in someone you're supposed to be able to trust in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if that person's yeah. identity is not what you expect it to be, in general, that is scarier to me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a mixed bag there. I don't know which I think yeah. possession scarier. Uh, mm-hmm. Not for like as far as religious stuff goes, like demon possession, that's not scary to me. But like just the replacing someone you're supposed to trust and know with someone that you can't trust uh, is scarier. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably rather watch a, a haunted house movie. So mixed mm-hmm. back there. Huh. I said it was a good thing that you said there about the mixed bag because a haunted house movie can essentially yeah. also be a possession movie. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Before, <laughs> sorry about this, but uh, it's time for me to go because I do have to get up and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. We'll, we'll right. catch you later, Mark. Ben, ben, you were killing me tonight, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night, Mark. All right. all right. See you guys later. Peace, man. <laughs> How about you, Coriander? What, what, which one would you, would you choose? <laughs> well, for me, I would probably have to do the haunted house just because I've been in a few haunted houses. So, yeah, that, that's mm. kind of for me. Yeah. 
I would have to go with Daunted House. Are, th- are those your your favorite favorite movies, or or, or just scariest, or, or or both? I think the scariest. Yeah, yeah. I like them both, but mm-hmm. I just think yeah. yeah, the Haunted House. Because like I said, I've I've experienced shit that it's creepy shit, and yeah, uh-huh. when you experience something and and you're watching it and you know that it for me yeah it just makes it scarier yeah okay all right well to me and i'll get back to you too eric but to me my answer is very similar to yours ben because like i really like those atmospheric haunted house movies like the ones that are the best they just kind of they they're so they like transport me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I've seen I've seen a few weird things in houses too, so maybe it hits home a little bit more. Um, but possession possession horror can be very it's it's scary, kind of like what you were saying, Ben. When you have someone that is not themselves, they're being controlled by some other force or whatever, and that can be so damn scary, especially when you don't know why. Mm-hmm how it happened or how you can try to save that person so it is it is definitely a mixed bag i mean you could chick who's being repeatedly raped by this ghost i mean come on Mm -hmm. that's kind of yeah freaky shit that that was a good movie i remember that one it was that's it yeah yeah, that barbara hershey was in that yeah yeah it was a good one she was um Yep. Dan was saying, I got to say haunted house horror simply because I feel there's a bit more you can do. Sure, they use the same tired formula, but man, there is a lot you can play with there. And he says, mm-hmm. on the other hand, possession horror plays with religious themes, which is fun for upsetting the apple cart. And that's always unsettling for me. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good yeah. point. That is a good point. But um, yeah, Eric, you can finish your thought on that. Okay, well, well what I was saying is... Uh... I'm the reason why I prefer haunted house films is for me, I'm like a sound guy when it comes to my movies. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, like the conjuring, the conjuring, you know, with the, the clapping game uh, and, and 90% yeah. of the time, these movies are in the dark. So you have that, mm-hmm. that ambiance feeling of it. And it's, for me, mm-hmm. it just, it's the creep factor. I mean, I mean, there are some good, you know, possession movies, like of course the exorcist. I love the last exorcism, but that was really mm-hmm. well done. But I just prefer just the way, like, I also, you know, when you're watching horror movies, you want to watch them in the dark. And I think that right. helps haunted house films for me feel more creepy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's the anticipation. Like, you know, if you're halfway through yeah. a movie, okay, this shit's happened. This has happened. This has happened. You're waiting for the next thing to happen. And then suddenly nothing's happened. And then boom. See, I'm a big, I, I love jump scares if done right. So haunted house films can have those sounds coming at you from all directions and if you got a really good sound system too it makes it feel like you know your house is making that noise type of thing like i i I think i talked about this i don't know if it was on our last stream is when we first watched the conjuring you know me and my wife i made her watch it with as as little light as she would allow so we were watching it and of course (laughs) it was scaring her and we lived in a house that was like built in like 19 10 or something so every floorboard creeps you know creaks wherever you oh, walk wow. anyway and of course that was the night when we had to do laundry in the basement too so it was just like one of those it, it just helps you i think with the you know just the feel of it you know atmosphere yeah yeah absolutely i agree with that 
haunted house movies are you know if they're done right they're just they're just they're pretty timeless too that's mm-hmm. the other thing about it i mean there's some really good haunted house movies from back in the day that to me are still really really good uh his house Seriously. that Grimm brings up is uh was a good one yes it was i think you guys oh good haunted house movie from last year like i like uh-huh. a lot more haunted house movies than i realize i sort of just said possession oh, really? like you know, but a lot of my favorite possession movies are also haunted house movies. Yeah, his house was like extremely good, and that was definitely a haunted house movie. So, yeah, 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 and the touch of possession in that one too. Yeah, so I think a lot of those are a little hybrid. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I mean, look at the Conjuring. I mean, that, yeah, you know, that's a mixed that, that's a mixed bag as well. And even Especially like a, a you... sorry, go. On. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, even a movie like House of the Devil, which is a possession movie, but yes. takes place in a very atmospheric house, like, for me, it's, you know, might as well be a haunted house movie. I would you know that one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah I, I haven't one. seen it in a while, but yeah, I really like that one. That's a good one. Shit. I almost forgot about it. Thanks for mentioning that, Ben. I gotta watch that again. I haven't seen it in a couple. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that in a couple years. Well, you know, sometimes after a while, you forget about movies. And uh, Ben Grimm was talking about the Innkeepers. That's another one that I really like too. It was really subtle. I, I I dig movies like that, man. I really, really do. That movie, House um, of the Devil. uh, My my, I'm from Sacramento. My um, I'm like family friends with the Gerwig family. uh, which is uh, Greta Gerwig was the daughter of that mm-hmm. family. And she was in mm-hmm. uh, House of the Devil. And I didn't know that when I saw House of the Devil. And it sort of blew my mind when I saw her on the thing. I was like, wait, what? It was like really weird. <laughs> uh, but that, that also, is cool. Like, every time I think about it, I think of like that sort of moment of like, wait, what in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I- I've never seen House of the Devil. Is that the one with Tom Noonan? Yeah. Okay. He's the tall dude, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been meaning yeah, to always watch. Dude. I'm a huge Noonan fan. From all the way he back from right Manhunter. Yes, I loved him in Manhunter, man. Oh, geez. He was so good in that. He was good at Coriander, one of your favorites, Wolfen. He was he was good with his little part in Wolfen. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Tom Noonan. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, I, I I love him in anything, even like Last Action Hero, the Schwarzenegger film. You know. Yes. Yeah, see. Monster Squad as yeah. the Frankenstein monster. He's good in everything. Yeah. He is. He's one of those guys, you know, he just, like, it doesn't matter how big or small his part may be in the movie, he always kind of stands out. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a certain, he's got a certain thing about him that just kind of makes him stand out. But he was so good in Manhunter. Oh, man. mm-hmm. He creeped me out as a kid. When I saw that movie as a kid, I was just creeped out. It's such a creepy movie in his performance, I'm telling you. <laughs> Really good stuff, really good stuff. But anyways, guys, well, I think that uh, we've, we've gotten to that point. I think we've gone through the whole shebang. But um, yeah, but no, but thanks. Thank you guys for definitely uh, coming on again. This was really, really fun. We got to do this, do this again. It was fun, you know, getting some laughs and talking movies and stuff. Mr. Dan says, Noonan is great. Yeah, he is. He really, really is. I haven't seen him in anything in a long time, though. He was in Late Phases. Did you see that one? 
No, I haven't. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, interesting mm. role film. I heard it was pretty good, but I never, yeah. I never got a chance to see it. How long? When did that come out? Uh, I, you know, COVID such a time warper. It could have been yesterday. It yeah. could have been like thirty years ago. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to. It feels like it was recent within the last five years, but I could be wrong. It could have been yeah. more like. Uh, I don't know. Let me do a quick little Google search here. Twenty fourteen. 2014, yeah. So I guess 2014, okay. Time warp, son of a bitch. Hey, man, it happens. It really, really does. Time is weird to me too. It really is. But yeah, but um, but yeah. Thank you guys for for being here. Um, for any guy, anybody watching in the chat or watching the replay, I'll definitely have the links to these guys and their wonderful channels. You got to check them out. Great content, and uh, it's always fun listening to them talk, as we did tonight. So yeah, tonight was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Take it easy. We'll catch you guys later. Peace out. Absolutely.